0: You're listening to Rowan Radio.
1: Keep that dial right where it is because another hour of the music that matters is up now here on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro.
2: Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, Joshua Counts.
3: Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLSFM. I'm your host, Joshua Counts, bringing you my final offside of the year. I will not be doing offsides come next semester. I will officially be graduating from Rowan. I know I am sad, but I am in the building here with my consistent two guests. My dynamic duo of Chris Gazillo, Bubble Gas, and Tom Hill. And of course, guys, let's make this a great show. But as always, and unfortunately for the first time of this year and of our show, I have to talk about Thursday Night Football. Why? Let's go. It
4: it shouldn't (laughs) even be talked about.
3: It shouldn't talk. He it talks it about. Should it should be the entire hour. No,
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the oh. entire
3: the entire hour. That's nasty. that's I'm not nasty. Lie,
4: I didn't even watch a single snap of that game. You
3: know what? I didn't. Well, I you wasn't go- a I, I,
4: generational
3: I, awful coach. I job. wasn't going to watch it. I was actually watching the uh, the uh, the basketball game because the oh, yeah. cause the, uh, the Cavs were playing. The, I think the Celtics or whoever. Like that, yeah. yeah, I think Cavs were playing the Celtics. I was like, all right, let me watch that. And then my dad came in because my sister's back for the holiday break. She took the room again where he mostly does watching his sports because my mom takes the downstairs television. You know how couples and relationships go. Yeah. So my dad to come to my room to turn the game. I turned the game on. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch it in here. I turn the game on for him. And then I see twenty seven nothing. And I said, Oh, I'm not watching this.
1: And it just got worse.
3: It got worse. So he wanted me to leave it on for a couple more minutes, for a couple, like maybe a quarter. And he just cause he wanted to see if that um, he that if he gets the he wins his bet. The bet was if, uh Raiders can score, uh, over twenty two. If they're like if the spread was oh, like that, over oh, twenty two, easily. Oh, that hit it definitely. Oh, definitely hit. That easily. hit probably late in the first quarter. <laughs> okay, oh, and wait, and to make sure, like he wanted he just to make sure, like third quarter, it definitely hit when they dropped forty. So oh, yeah. But let's talk about it. Uh, Ross, the Las Vegas Raiders took on the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> And what was probably the worst Thursday night football game of the entire year, and it was truly, truly a disappointing and sad game. If you're a Chargers fan, and if you're a average football fan and just want to watch good football, you you were you wanted to scratch your eyes out. Like, like it was saw. Like he was in a saw move. You wanted to scratch your eyes out. I mean, the Raiders won 63-21. They dropped, what, 34 points in the first half? 42. 42, which broke a franchise record for them. I saw Rich Eisen post that. And then it just got worse as the second half entered, and the Raiders just scored in every way possible. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders was Aiden O'Connell. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. And then Jacoby Meyer comes in and throws another touchdown. Totaling five touchdowns in the air for the Oakland Raiders. I'm not even gonna get into the defensive touchdown. The rush. Oh, the rushing team scored three touchdowns. Oh, excuse me, two touchdowns. I'm wrong. Wrong. I'm sorry. I, I got mixed up. I thought I saw that wrong. Okay. And the thing matters worse. And head coach Antonio Pierce, you know, who's famously for scoring like 99 points on a high school team back in his high school days, he likes to run the score up. And after this game, I started to call the Raiders the RWA. Now, if you're not familiar with the RWA, the RWA stands for Raiders with Attitude. And you know why? Because that's the NWA. And the NWA is Antonio's Pierce favorite hip-hop crew. He's, he's a straight out of Compton kind of guy. And honestly, after, tonight, after last night, I kind of think, I had a bet. I'll say if it's come, it come noon tomorrow, if Brandon Staley is the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, there is a problem. So I think by what? It was noon? One o'clock?
1: that, yeah. Maybe a little
4: earlier.
3: But, uh, maybe I'll say like around noon. Brandon Staley, breaking news comes in on ESPN and Twitter. Happened at one a.m. It should happen
4: at one a.m.
3: It shouldn't. It should have happened at halftime, like Richard Sherman F- said.
1: It should have happened in last week or last year's game last against year, the yeah. Jaguars Would when they took that twenty-seven nothing lead.
3: But Brandon Staley and what's the GM name? Help me out, guys.
1: Tom Telesco.
3: Tom Telesco. Thank you, Tom. Um, are both fired. Honestly, I thought they were going to finish out the season at some point because we got like, what, four games left of it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Man, but, but thinking... this just
1: isn't a good PR look. And, I mean, 63 <laughs> points against your division rival. Boy, this really shows us what Justin Herbert's been dealing with the last few seasons. And yeah. I'm not the biggest Justin Herbert believer. Is
3: he out for the season? Because I saw a he is. Yeah. Yep, oh, uh, he's
1: index finger. But yeah, a loss no like choice. this, I know it's the defense, but Brandon Staley's supposed to be this defensive guru.
3: Well, no, he's not a defensive guy. Let me tell you why. Because you wrote the coattails of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Who can't win? Who can't have a great defense with two, both the two best defensive plays of a modern era? Like, seriously, who can't? No, uh,
1: anybody would if you were a coordinator of that defense, Josh. You're right. And
3: you just can't
1: keep trotting out the same thing in the NFL. And mm-hmm. I just think this was so easy to fire him right after this game. 63 points against a team, by the way. That just lost three nothing. The Raiders did last. Yeah, they only scored Minnesota. three points,
3: and now they drop. I literally thought I was watching the, the Miami Dolphins again. I thought that's what I was. I thought I was watching the I Miami we Dolphins. We might have saw seventy. I had a bet with my friends. They got. Oh, they about to drop because it was like <laughs> started a fourth quarter when they dropped sixty. I was like, oh, they getting to seventy. We got a whole quarter left. They getting to, They might hit hundred the way this team is playing right yeah, now. I thought eighty was a lot. I literally thought they was going to seventy, but Chris Brandon Staley's gone. Uh, Tom, to, what's his name again, Tom? Tom Telesco. Tom Telesco, double T. Tom Telesco is gone. Los Angeles chart. I don't know what you do outside of, like, the, 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 the season is done. You're probably going to go into to the draft with a high first-round pick. But you got question mark with Justin Herbert. You got to get him a team. You got to get him an offensive.
4: You got to get him an actual receiver. I mean, you have Mike Williams and Mike Kenny Allen, but you need mm-hmm. another weapon with him.
3: Yeah.
1: They tried with Johnston, but
4: But
3: they he doesn't look good at no. all. It doesn't. Um, I do have two coaches in mind. I don't know if they're going to get them because from who, what I've been who would reading. You take?
4: In, who would you take if you're the Chargers?
3: Well, Bill Belichick might be on the table. I'll Ooh. throw that out there. Jim Harbaugh, we know, has been talking about. I was about, just about
4: to say. I was about to say. Jim he's been.
3: The, he's been my head. My leading candidate is Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, excuse me. But what I've been hearing, doing some research, is that the Chargers owners, this, the the Chargers owners, are playing kind of cheap when it comes to the coaches. They play kind of cheap. And Jim Harbaugh is a big money. He's looking like he wants he's going to want a big contract. If you want me to come in, I'm leaving. Because he he can stay at Michigan if he wants. I mean, he's doing good at Michigan. They might. We're going to talk about college football, too, about the uh, national championship pl- chances and the uh, predictions. Excuse me. But Jim Harbaugh can be like, oh, I can stay over here. Or I can head over to Chicago, co-coach with Caleb. Personally, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I would take San Diego, I mean, Los Angeles, because you know warm weather and they got Justin Herbert. But they have no fans.
1: But Josh, they to don't your have point, any fans. There were some people that thought they wouldn't even fire Staley right now because of that cost issue. I mean, the Chargers are notorious for being a cheap franchise, so they, that's
3: what I said that. I don't really sheet. know
1: if they're going to bring in Belichick. I don't know no. if they're going to bring in Harbaugh. They're going to be expensive. The yes, they're going to be expensive. So I think they're going to probably. Fi- I mean,
4: imagine that they go Juan Rivera. See that would. Just I,
3: I don't think and just that that's. Retread retread. Yeah, like you're just going. You're just wasting away Justin Herbert's career at it this would point.
4: Be, no, it would, it would be hysterical. It would be bad for Justin, uh, Justin Herbert, but it would be funny. Oh,
1: it'd be an awful PR look for a franchise that needs nothing but positives at least right now. Dog, <laughs>
3: Riverboat Ron is done to me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's done. Yeah. I feel bad for as a Herbert, Panther
1: though. fan though. I uh, I do like uh, Riverboat Ron. He kind of pioneered going for it on fourth and one at your own six. That's that's Brandon so crazy. Staley tries doing that all the time and fails and fails
3: and fails.
4: I legit feel bad for Herbert though. No, of course, it, I it, feel it's bad, a, because In his fifth season, he's gonna have his third new coach.
3: When you think about that's it, because Herbert, we were talking about Herbert, like he was supposed to be in that Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and the uh, like Josh, Josh Allen, Allen that, that trio, but now obviously we could throw well, Joe Burrows had an off year because of injuries, most likely he'll be back next year, but now you gotta look at
4: Herbert was looking two, like it.
3: Sorry. I mean, yeah, uh, Herbert was looking like it, but now you gotta look at okay, two is gonna be there, and Rodgers is gonna be
4: there. C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, Stroud is gonna.
3: Trevor Lawrence is now is there. It
4: crazy to say Dak after this year, or? I'm you talking about it's the it's AFC mostly. Oh, oh, AFC, AFC. Okay, AFC. Sorry, sorry, AFC sorry,
3: mostly, because the AFC just stacked with quarterbacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially young quarterbacks. Definitely, so it's just. Will Levis, we we don't know what Will Levis is going to do, but yeah, it's just like it just gets crazy. It's just, it's just the quarterback is just too is just too great right now, and it's like I don't. We're looking at talent because we know what he can do, but it's just like you're going to be able to need to keep up with the, obviously the big four, which are Mahomes, Jackson, uh, Allen, and who would that fourth one be? Burrow or Lamar?
1: Lamar. Or will I, Lamar. you mentioned Lamar? Yeah, yeah Lamar. probably Burrow.
3: Burrow will be the fourth. Yeah. So. He, you got you got to find a way to keep up with those four I, I, I don't know but for the Los Angeles I mean Las Vegas Raiders um I mean I think you found your coach personally I don't think there's no yeah. need to go looking for a new coach in all season I know you fired Josh McDaniel Josh McDaniels Antonio Pierce came in to be your interim it's over don't make the same mistake you did last time last time you had an interim you went out and got a, that a, that was a very good coach a team rallied behind him you went out and got Josh McDaniels and set your franchise almost set your franchise back keep Antonio Pierce Go find a quarterback. I don't know who. Maybe you could go get Bo Nix. Maybe, maybe Daniel
1: Jones in free agency.
3: And they don't want him. Well, someone will.
4: Someone will definitely take
1: him. And you can't make the mistake that the Panthers did, too, with firing Steve Wilkes last season.
3: Get, that that nah. get Danny DeVito. Get Danny, get Danny DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Tommy? Tommy DeVito. I don't know Cutlets. why I said Danny DeVito. Uh, Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> Over in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Boy, yeah,
4: yeah you tell me that. Tommy
3: Cutlets in <laughs> Vegas. That could work. Yeah. You
4: right. do the accent with it.
3: I can't no, do, do the. the accent. Accent. You're, you're Italian, Italian so cutlets. Yeah, I can't. I can't do the Italian accent. You can. Like, you're Italian <laughs> by nature, so you, like you're born with that accent. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> you're born with that accent. So I can't do that. But nah, like go get. Like get. I think go get Tommy. Get Tommy well, do Nubia. you think they'd be in a position
1: to really move off of O'Connell? I mean, your draft pick. So you're. Is O'Connell a
3: franchise guy, or was he was just no. playing against a terrible team?
1: He was playing against probably the worst roster in the NFL.
3: So, I I don't know. I mean, they had Jimmy G, but I don't, I'm don't. i not he a big believer good. in Jimmy G, honestly.
1: No, the Niners weren't. Maybe,
4: maybe they can get uh, Justin Fields and trade for him.
3: You could try. Justin Fields is a question mark. We could see it. Because if Chicago's full, because Justin Fields has been playing also a little bit better lately, if Chicago's going full, going all in on Caleb Williams, then get Justin Fields definitely could hit the market.
1: I think they are going all in on Caleb Williams. I think you reset the financial meter if you're the Chicago Bears because if you keep Justin Fields you're gonna have to pay him soon but if you keep if you roll with Caleb Williams and you trade Fields well you get the Fields picks and then you don't have to pay Caleb right away because he's on his rookie deal
3: that's true so I, I don't know the Raiders definitely got a lot of questions I think the biggest questions they they have already solved is their coach if Mark Davis is the, in his right state of mind, that he this is the guy, which I hopefully hopefully he is because I like Antonio Pierce. He's a straight out of Compton dude. He got me ready, ran through a wall during that uh that first um uh, his uh press conference speech when he joined the, when he got hired as the coach, the interim coach. Excuse me. Also Devontae Adams. They got saw of him. He's been playing better because they've been giving him the ball. To get, he got twelve targets last night, but I don't know if he wants to stay with a team that's still no franchise and no franchise QB. That's one. And you're still playing in the division with the. Uh, uh kansas city chiefs so
1: it is absolutely generational but josh mcdaniels and jimmy garoppolo were able to make Devonte adams look they were able to make him look pedestrian earlier this year and he is i felt bad
3: it. i felt bad it's a shame i felt bad uh moving on let's talk let's take a look around the league we got some couple saturday night saturday games uh on, I'm, uh, we, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna talk about. It. Let's just give a quick picks between Minnesota and Cincinnati. Who you got?
1: Cincinnati. Minnesota uh, starting Mullins. I just eh, yeah. I, I think the Cinderella yeah, story
3: Cincinnati. of uh, Josh Dobbs is come to an end. Hit yeah. a brick wall. Yeah, I think it's come to an end too. Brown is look really good. I'm gonna go uh, Cincinnati as well.
4: Jake uh, Brown is look really good.
3: Sorry. He has uh, Pittsburgh. Indianapolis. Personally, I want my team to lose so we get a high draft pick.
4: I don't know if you're
1: losing. This is I know. Not a team. The, just, the Steelers are horrible. They, they just they, lost they look to track. two straight two-win teams. I'll go with Indianapolis. I feel like
3: Indianapolis is going to win too. And they They're at home. They play better on, at home anyway. Uh, John Ventura is not playing, but they still got a nice little uh, run game. Uh, Denver-Detroit. I think this might be a real good one. I'm glad this is, Sunday, not, this is Saturday night. Excuse Detroit. me. I would go with the I Lions. Go, I think but that Detroit you
1: could really see a world in which Denver wins
3: on. I know. Run. I'm that's what I'm t- thinking. I'm like, I think the Lions need to win this more because they want to stay in the playoff fraud home. watch.
1: And you got to figure, yeah, they really are. They just lost on the road to the Bears with Justin Fields. They lost at home on Thanksgiving.
3: Hello, nine one one. I like to report a crime. <laughs> uh, there, there may be a fraud in Detroit. It's
1: the Shannon Sharp meme.
3: With, uh, <laughs> call the Coast Guard because we're killing the, the Patriots. Help, help is on way. the <laughs> way. Help is on <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, nah, the, 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 and I've had to pick. I had I was very high on the Lions early in the season, but they are definitely on for all watch. They definitely need to win. The Packers are starting to look very good. Um, they could catch them in that division. Then Lions might be playing for a wild card spot. All right, moving on to Sunday games. A lot of good Sunday games. Dallas, Buffalo. This
1: is going to be a good one. It's going to be a test for Dak. Yeah, it'll be a test for Dak. And this will drive home some serious Josh Allen narratives if the Bills win this game. Because with the football he's played, I think this is going to be a really tough game. I think it's weird. Buffalo, the lines actually moved up to two and a half. I still think Dallas takes this on the road just because of how good
3: Dak's playing. And I'm glad you brought that up because Dak on the road is terrible.
1: He is, but... Dak typically has not looked this good. Like, Dak now is an MVP
3: caliber quarterback right. that you can win shootouts with. In the past, he was just a game manager. I'm about to say, don't tell that to Cam Newton. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm going to go Dallas because I think Dallas wants, needs to win this too. Uh, Dallas needs to prove that they can win on the road because there's still a chance that they're they going to have to go on the road in the playoffs to win because they still like if they win this, you keep still keep ahead of Philadelphia and keep up with San Fran. Now let's move on to Philadelphia. They got Seattle Monday night. That's going to be another tough one. We've got to go to break soon, too. But that's going to be another tough one. So quick thoughts on Philadelphia and Seattle.
1: Philadelphia's defense has to sure this up at some point. I know they just got out of that gauntlet schedule where they played four competitive teams, some of them on the road, bad weather. But if you're this Eagles team, Sean Desai, D.C., you've got to – Sure, something up. I mean, we just saw DK Metcalf go off on Thursday night against the Cowboys. He did. And Deron Bland. So, is Gino this team? Uh, I believe he's yeah. still questionable. Is he, he is starting? He's,
4: he's, he's, it's questionable, but I think. But drew Locke looked Lott. good, though.
3: Drew Locke did
1: look yes. pretty good last week. But I think if it's Gino, I, we could see some points with DK Metcalf. I have a hard time believing this Philly team, even though it's on the road, is going to lose three in a row, though. That's just
3: if they in, their in Philadelphia, we have a problem if they do. That is a Fraudler, big problem. Fraudler. Um, We're going to come back to the NFL because I definitely, there's still some things I want to talk about. But before we go to bed, let's take a look at the WGLS campus calendar. The RE Center, located on Glassboro campus, is the state of art health club open seven days a week for full time students, faculty, staff, alumni, and community members. Amenities include an indoor track cardio machine, a weight room, group exercise classes, and swimming lessons. For more information, check out their website at roan.edu/rex. This campus calendar is brought to you by Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM, your source for campus news and information.
0: WGLSFM programming is made possible in part by the GRASP Coalition, an initiative of the Southwest Council. The GRASP Coalition is dedicated to preventing the abuse of addictive substances through strategic community partnerships. The GRASP Coalition is currently looking for passionate collaborators to join their prevention efforts. Visit their website calendar to discover when you can join the next Community Coalition meeting. For more information on the Grasp Coalition or the Southwest Council, the website is southwestcouncil.org backslash hour-coalitions. The Grasp Coalition and the Southwest Council are proud to support the programming on Rowan Radio. Can't
2: get enough of the oldies? Join me, Greg May. And me, Maddie Kay. Every Saturday from 8 p.m. till midnight as we explore the top songs on the Billboard Hot 100 charts of yesteryear. You'll hear everything from the Bee Gees to the King of Rock and Roll, Chairman of the Board, and more. Each week features a special theme after. That'll have you rocking and rolling all night long. It's Saturday night at the Oldies, every Saturday at 8 p.m. Only on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM.
3: Welcome back to Offside. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Joshua Counts and before we, we before we before we move on to our basketball topic because we got a lot to talk about with that one I want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs they made news after the game against uh, Buffalo Patrick Mahomes looking like he put on his uh, his baby white I mean that this I mean that respect because I do like Patrick Mahomes but come <laughs> on man like and you got Travis Kelsey who, who also like very much tuning an like his podcast, complaining on his podcast about the media, getting on his group of stars. And I mean, we ain't, we're not lying, are we? We're not lying. And actually, you know what's funny is there's actually a clip
1: circulating around the internet right now of probably about six or seven different games either this year or I last saw. year where the Kansas City Chiefs have benefited from calls or no calls. How about the Super Bowl last on year? On the offensive side, on the defensive side. How about the Super Bowl last year How that holding
3: Right? I mean, so, you're you're whining that you should have been warned about him being sides. Bro, he was blatantly offsides. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I even saw it before the before the play <laughs> started. I said, "He's sides, And when I saw the flag, you know the flag um, graphic on the on the uh, right. on the television. I said, coming back. See, that's the thing. It's the fair. It's the right call. Right. And I've talked about
1: this. It would be one thing if you're complaining about a ticky-tacky call, like the Eagles could have in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's this wasn't that. ticky-tacky. It's blatant. This is blatant. He was offsides by about three yards. And mile. you're a team that is eight and five or eight and six, whatever the record is. They're first in the AFC West. I know Denver's playing good football, but you're going to win that division. I don't understand Patrick Mahomes because he gets these calls all the time. We see this all the time in big time games. where he gets time. calls and no calls. That holding on Sauce Gardner Week Four
3: Sunday night. Come on. Oh, dude. did you see what he said to Josh Allen in the post game? <coughs> Worst that was call really I've bad. ever seen in my life. Dog, what do you? If you're Josh Allen, what do you? I would have like just too been bad like, too like, yeah, too bad, too sad. GG. I hit it with the GG, bro. Good game. Peace out. Yeah, that's what you get. Uh, now you know how I feel. Right. Yeah, now you know, now how, you I know I how he feels. Now you know how the I twing,
1: feel. The coin
3: toss, the <laughs> every, overtime every, losses. Everything. Everything. All, whole, the jokes you, all the
4: jokes you threw at me, Yeah, now you,
3: now you know how I feel. But <laughs> there's another thing, too, is that the Kansas City Chiefs lead the league in drops with like 30 or 33, they something around cut,
4: there. They have to cut every receiver they have. They are the worst. Uh,
3: Tony has become famous. 26. Dropped passes. It's 26 dropped passes? The most in the league. Oh, I thought he was at 30 with them. O- almost at 30, but it's 26. We'll be there soon. Probably at, the, probably at the game in New England. we we'll Yeah,
1: probably. Probably the second quarter. But uh,
3: what's his name? Tony Cardell. Kadarius Cader- Tony. Kadarius Cader- Tony. Tony. Thank you, guys. Kadarius Tony. He finds ways to become famous for all the wrong reasons, man. It's just all sides dropping hmm. touchdown passes. Potentially Making fun of Giants fans. Making fun of Giants fans. Dropping potential game-winning touchdown pass. Dropping first down, potential first downs. Just like, yo, you have become famous. for. There's a highlight tape of just you dropping. I've every game you've had an opportunity to, to win the game for your team. The Philadelphia Eagles dropped it in his hand. First well, game was
1: the Scantling.
3: that was Scantling? Okay,
4: my fault, my fault. That's why I was happy we traded him. Yeah, dude, <laughs> very rarely
1: do you... Draft an absolute bust at the wide receiver position and, when and you get like, out of it. You trade out of it and you don't look like the morons. Because now Kansas City looks like the Morons. I know yeah. they won a ring with them last year and Ju- he had you, big return. You would
3: think Juju signing Juju again, probably would have been a good idea. You would have thought Juju right. at least know Jacoby Myers was also <laughs> out there. <laughs> Jacoby Mike. Like yeah, you Rasheed
1: Rice does look good. We can say that
3: yeah, you know you who else looks D but you know who else looks look like a smart like a genius? Tyreek Hill. Yep. Yeah. Y'all didn't pay me. Now look what y'all got. Now y'all get, granted, y'all did win the Super Bowl, but it wasn't a kick walk. Like, when I was, it It wasn't easy. It doesn't look easy for the Chiefs offense anymore. Exactly. It's not easy. When I was, look what I'm doing in Miami. It looks easy for me. It looks easy for Tua because I'm down there and I could blow by people in three seconds.
1: You want to get cheap? You got to get Worse at certain positions. And that doesn't
3: going cheap does not always work and no. it hurts long term. Last Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, how that went.
4: It's gonna be bad for them when uh Kelsey because Kelsey is getting older.
3: And they're gonna have to and beat up. They're gonna have to sign him and Chris was, Jones is also on a big deal. Yeah. yeah. it's gonna be very curious. But uh let's move on to a different sport. Let's talk about the NBA. Draymond Green. I also have breaking news about Draymond Green. Draymond Green, this is per Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon has said on his Twitter that Draymond Green will be at the Royal Rumble January 27th at at Tampa, Florida. That's a joke. I'm joking. Because Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. And he's been knocking people out (laughs) like he's a WWE superstar. This is a joke. This is a joke. I just made that up. I made that up at the top of my head, so I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. (laughs) But Draymond Green, if you've been living under a rock, has just been suspended again. Good. This time, (laughs) you said good. This time indefinitely. Uh he got out of jail and six days later he go he went back to jail. Um this time he uh pimp slapped uh, Yoke, uh Nurchit, J- Yusuf Nurkic, that's how you pronounce his name, correct? Z- right? Yusuf Nurkic. And I, I I honestly I can't defend Draymond at all. There's
2: nothing no. I, These aren't me,
1: basketball plays, that's the thing. It's
3: not like these are like questionable. Oh, I'm going after the ball
2: no, or maybe you know going after the There's a nothing
3: questionable there's about nothing. anything Draymond does. It is, is so Dray- blatant. Did you see the Draymond Green highlight tape?
1: I did. I enjoyed it too. Now, if you don't know, audience, if you don't know,
3: if you don't know what the Draymond Green highlight tape is, the Draymond Green highlight tape is what has uh, J Mama said knock y'all" in the background, and it's literally Draymond committing every inexcusable act (laughs) of dirty play ever, from kicking uh, Stephen Adams in the nuts at least twice, twice, running over King James, kicking, hitting King James in the nuts. There was a, uh, oh, Donovan Mitchell pushing him into the stands, elbowing James Harden, ch- punching uh, Jordan Poole in the face, choking Rudy Gobert, stomping on Sabon. It's literally a highlight tape of just like, dog, like there's nothing we could. Def- Imagine yeah. being a lawyer for Draymond Green. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like. And you gotta Man, go to the. Imagine
1: you in the courtroom. I'm surprised the Warriors aren't just absolutely sick of this. Oh, I think they up, are now.
3: Oh, hold up, hold but up, like, hold up. You haven't gotten sick of this before. Hold right? up, wait. Did you, <laughs> Steve keep, Kerr? Go back. Go look at the video footage of the Nurkic pop, and look at the bench. They was all like, ah. they there just he saw. Goes they again. was like, here you go. Ah. You ever seen? You know, you ever played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Yeah. You know the the San Andreas me, <laughs> CJ. Ah, uh, here we go again. That's literally Draymond Green with the Warriors fans and. Uh, so now teams. they're
1: sick of it. So the league's sick of it. Every, they're sick of it. Everybody's sick of it. So, what's the suspension look
3: like? The, it's indefinite, so we don't know. Which I'm mad too because they, they're supposed to play the Wizards soon, and I oh, That to would to see, have been something. I would see Draymond Green and Jordan Poole <laughs> on the court. <laughs> I want just to it see that. Him again. I, oh, he I, th- at that one, I've been like, oh, come on, bro, you couldn't couldn't just suspend him <laughs> after that one. Suspended <laughs> after the Wizards matchup. Postpone the suspension, <laughs> but but to Tom, to your point, I don't know what they do. He suspended <coughs> indefinitely, and now the Warriors GM, who is not Bob Myers since he's now on ESPN, he left I think earlier, early in the offseason. season. Um, we have the new GM, Mike Dumbiley Jr. has a Barry has a lot of questions in his head and I don't envy this man because you have to figure out Klay Thompson who has been playing poorly who ain't getting no super max that he's looking for he'll be lucky if he gets a five-year deal they it's,
4: offered him like a two-year deal at the beginning of the season and he, he declined, declined
3: he declined two years for 48 now you're most likely you're going to hit the free agency market but if you're Mike Dunley Jr. Mike Dunley you probably want to trade him to get back some draft picks I had this so, so when this happened and I had to talk to my friends about this and I was like It's time I think it's at the point now that the one I'll say the Warriors Dynasty is over. Yes. It's done. One hundred percent. It's time to blow it up. Now, granted, I had two options for the blow up. First option was trade everybody and keep Steph. Get some draft picks. Try to get some players in free agency. The only reason why I say keep Steph because because Steph is box office. Yes. Steph is still playing great, and Steph can still put people in the seats of the stadium. So right. as the owner, you're like, all right, I can still make some money. I'm not going to be winning a lot of games. I might be contending for a playoff spot, bottom uh, playing spot here and there, but at least I get the fan base. I get the fans to come see Steph. Second option, which is also the first off, the negative about the first option is not just also about the losing. It's also I don't want to see Steph become Kobe Bryant in his last couple years. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Steph carry a trash team for the next six, seven years before he's off the retirement. I don't want to see that. That was painful watching Kobe Bryant do that. I don't want to yeah. see that from another great player. But option two is blow it up as well and trade Steph. No way. Hang on. No, no it's not going. You're not going to do it because this is also the negative. I don't think the league would allow this because if you trade Steph, that's basically telling you, telling I'm telling the owner that. Yo, we're going to be losing for the next six to seven years. Almost Philadelphia 76ers process. And we're going to build through the draft.
1: And the problem with building through the draft in the NBA is that you're now banking on luck. So if you're punting the season, if you're punting this roster, while, yes, maybe not a championship roster, now you've got to hope you get lottery luck in the NBA. In the NFL, you can really lose as many games as you want and get the first overall pick. It
3: worked for the 76ers for like eight years, I think.
1: It the, did, but did it really? I mean, they, they whiffed on Nerlens Noel. They whiffed on Jalil Okafor. Now they hit. Michael
3: Carter-Williams.
1: Obviously, right. You hit on Joel Embiid. Drew Holiday. So he's a superstar. <laughs> Drew Holiday, Michael Carter-Williams. And Pumpkin. I guess you can see yeah. Markel Fultz. Ben Pumpkin. Simmons was a hit, but Markel Fultz, there's another whiff. So Joel Embiid has kind of saved the image of the process, if you will. But it's hard to just I, get I'll, rid of Steph. I think you have to try to do – it's tough to do two things at once. Option I think one, to, I think,
3: is the only one. Trade to do everybody. option
1: one, where you just punt and you get rid of everybody, but keep Steph, keep the butts and seats, get that money from your fan base. Don't be unwatchable. Yeah. And still hope you get I mean, some lottery luck.
3: I mean, L.A. got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who are possible free agents. I mean, you might be able to get recruit one of them. Also, if you're going to continue to deal with the Draymond stuff, you could keep Draymond, get Paul George to Kawhi, that's enough to still win a championship if you get one of the LA boys.
1: It may be. I mean, I don't know if one of them would want to deal with the Draymond stuff. It, it, at the this Draymond point in their career.
3: The Draymond stuff has to get addressed. Like seriously. Like, a, a, and I, go ahead, Chris, because you haven't chimed in as much for this one.
4: Um, I here's here's an option. They can trade for lower, lower marketing.
3: They could. Yeah, but how much does I have, that I have really a, I have a, help?
4: A, I saw. I saw. I saw this on Instagram. It's. Laurie Markinen for Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, Gary Payton, and two first-round picks.
3: I don't
1: hate that, but now you're getting rid of your future
3: for... I mean, I don't think you want to get rid of Kaminga. A 20-point player, right.
4: I know, but Markinen has been a stud.
1: But is he the guy that you unite with Steph Curry to be back in contention for a ring
3: unless it's not you're not a ring that you i'm not to say a ring i don't think you're good enough to win a ring even right now you're not
1: so then you just in that instance if you're not good right now and you're not going to be good in the future you're probably going to be worse in the future sell everybody except for steph curry
3: i think that's the only option you let the only thing is i don't think mike Dungley can do that because you gotta have the cachet that goes for the owner to say "I, i gotta clean house well, why by, do you think Bob Myers left? Uh, well, Bob, because they re- one, I think, because he made a mistake of re-signing Jordan Poole and Draymond mm-hmm. Green instead of Clay first. I think because I think a part of me I feel like Clay might be salty because they remember think about it. You took care of Steph, okay? that's obvious. It's that he's the he's literally the golden child. No, no pun intended. <laughs> you took – all right, Draymond. I'm giving a pass. But I'm like, all right, dog. Maybe y'all should have took care of me then Draymond because I'm just as important as Draymond. Even though some people argue Draymond's more important than Clay. Then when you look at Jordan Poole, probably with the last straw. Because, like, all right, bro, I've been here since day one. And he only been here for, what, two years? And he got a contract? I've been still looking for mine. So, I think Clay's probably felt insulted. Two-year, $48 million. But looking, <laughs> looking at it now, it's like, bro, it, you don't play like a – Three hundred million dollar player, two hundred million dollar player.
1: Yeah, now two for forty eight actually looks too expensive with the way Clay's playing. So
3: putting up tour dates, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's it's like a- Julius Randall in the first month of the season. <clears throat> that that's 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 crazy. Which also is true, but it's also he's, he's looking, looking good now. Though. He is looking good. He is looking good. But he's all. But Clay is also is that it, it's getting. I'm getting concerned for Clay. I'm really am getting concerned because it's like I don't think I've ever seen this bad of a slump from this great of a shooter. Like he's supposed to be a splash brother. One of the greatest two not two guards. One of the greatest shooters of all time. And he is like shooting like 34, 39%. It's bad. It's
4: bad.
1: And that's all he really brings to the court. So when he was great and elite, you know, you could have those games where he would just score in a microwave, you know, just shoot six, seven, eight straight threes with no dribbles, but if you're not really bringing anything else, the defense has obviously withered. So the
3: injuries from the on his the legs. injuries
1: obviously. So he is just he's a shell, and it's a shame because he's an elite player, probably a Hall of Famer in this. He's league. gonna be a Hall of Fame, multiple time champion, but definitely not the same player that we saw and we are five we, six years ago.
3: We already saw the effect of Draymond the the Lakers beat uh Golden State last night. So Steph is by going to have to carry the team for God knows how long. I don't know when Draymond's coming back. It could be after All Star. It could be before All Star. The suspension is indefinitely. They've been saying that Draymond is going to have to complete a couple. Basically, what I've been how I how I perceive it is basically injury management classes. Because as respected as Draymond is as a basketball, that's why it's sad. Because like Draymond's a great basketball player, but he does he's a dirty player. I said this on my Twitter. It's like, yo, he will go down as the the like the if not one of if not the worst the greatest dirty player of the modern day era. Like he he he'll, he'll, we talk about dirty, we talk like Dennis Rodman was a dirty player. Karl Malone with some people a lot of people was a dirty player. KG KG, KG was
4: really a dirty player.
1: here and
3: there. Here, Chris Paul looked at that shot. I mean, me. Chris Paul is a dirty player. Um but Rashi wasn't really a dirty player. Rashi was just a had, hard
1: player. Yeah, he was a hard player. Really like, he, he just had yeah.
3: beef with the refs and all that. But <laughs> I think when you like that, like, <clears throat> dirty, like, yo, Draymond's a dirty, dirty player. Like, yo, he really dirty. Like, he play. maybe you could cut it too. He plays hard, but it's like, come on, stomp it. Like, you was like, a lot of people, this was the funny part. A lot of people were trying to find a way to defend this one. It's like, yo, there's no defending it. It, it. He just popped them. There's
1: no defending it. And and the problem is there's no defending it because it's not basketball plays. It's not. He's not making an attempt to go grab a rebound. He's making an attempt to go annihilate another human being. And I think Steve Kerr's comments in the presser were what very did Steve telling. Kirk say? Steve Kerr essentially said, um, kind of paraphrasing it here, you know, some reporter asked him who's this on and he said it's the person who stomped on Sabonis. It's the one who smacked Nurkic. You know what? It's the one who smacked Jordan Poole in the face. He's right. That's the guy who needs the help.
3: But I'm he's right, but I'm also going to say I'm going to put some onage on Steve Kerr. You're the head coach, man. That's your player. Yeah, if you, stop you, your guy something. or limit your guy limit yeah you you gotta you gotta do something bro you gotta do something you gotta reel him in Steph I which I know Steph has been in the media lately especially with the whole leadership thing Steph like yeah, that's your boy you want championships with him go you gotta go check him I'm not saying go pull his jersey or something but like yo you gotta sit down with him and ask him like yo dog you I need you to stop this like you won't play hard play up, but you have got to stop stomping on people punching them Kicking them elbowing. like yo, dog. This is not. Oh, Metal War Peace was another one. A little bit. That was another yeah. dirty player. But meta, like this is, like yo, enough. Like enough is enough. Like you, you, you are like in your tenth year in the league. I want to say, like, like you are a vet. You're a Hall yeah, of conduct Famer. Conduct yourself with some decorum. Right. And well, I understand
1: he's a hard nosed player, but there's a line.
3: Like there is obviously. Everybody a line.
1: draws a line.
3: Like come on like even the the almost even Kenyon Martin from Gil from uh for, to from Kendrick Perkins to KG to uh uh what's my uh, Rashid Was is like a Yo, dog. You you gotta stop now. You gotta stop. <laughs> you wanna talk about a hard player? Kenyon Martin was a hard player. He didn't do none of this. Nothing. He didn't do none of this. I'm mean, I and I'm just like it's just bad. It, it's, it's crazy. bad. But that's the that will be the end of our Draymond talk. Let's move on to another team. In the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves looks like the best team in basketball. Guys, can't believe I'm saying. It. I know it sounds weird, but the Minnesota Timberwolves are 18 and five, eight and two in the last ten. Similar record to the to the Boston Celtics, but Ant Man, talk about it, Ant Man. Woo, MVP candidate. With the way he played last night, uh, it was a bad night. It was a bad. It night. was a
1: bad night. He had nine points. He was three of nineteen, so he was building our houses. He also had five <laughs> building turnovers. Building our houses is crazy. I'm going to leave that. Wow. I don't know if he's
3: necessarily the NBA MVP front
1: runner. Oh no, I think
3: it's still. I think it's Giannis or Luca.
1: I think it's Giannis or Luca, and I think you also have to throw Joel Embiid in there. But Joel is definitely in there. He, so. This Timberwolf team was criticized and fairly because of that Rudy Gobert trade, and is then a, wrong? He wrong it the market? murdered the market because yeah. now that was what essentially five first-round picks and Walker Kessler. Yeah, so yeah.
3: prevented the Knicks from getting Donovan Mitchell too.
1: Right. So when you kill the market and you're adding, <clears throat> so you're not really moving in the direction of the NBA. The NBA is about guards and wings. You already have a big man and cat, and now you have another big man and Rudy Gobert. So that's not really the market efficiency move as of the NBA in 2023 or whenever that trade, 2022, when that trade was finalized. But this Timberwolves team, 18-5, and Cat was hurt last year. Anthony Edwards, everybody in the media was talking, this guy's great, this guy's going to make the jump. Former first overall pick, obviously, and he's made the jump. He's a superstar now. This team looks really good, and obviously Cat and Gobert playing on the – Court at it the looks, same time. As
3: it, crazy as it looked at first on paper, like two big men on the same team, especially it doesn't look as bad. Yeah, Cat spreads the floor. Gobert can stay in the interior and could just go ahead and slash. So and Cat could shoot the three, so that adds another element to which it, which makes it harder now for Knicks to trade for Cat if they're going to go trade for Cat. I don't Kat really. Good. What do you we guys think is anything. the
1: ceiling for this Timberwolf team? Maybe second round, second round, like second yeah. round.
3: I think because I, I I know they're the best team currently in the West, but I feel like. They're not better than Denver. I feel confident saying I think Denver could still beat them. Not the Lakers. I think, I think the Lakers could beat them. Um, I think Oklahoma could probably knock them off. They could. Um, the Clippers have been playing much better because they moved James to the point. I think they won what? Um, won six. They won six in a row, I think, since moving James to the point. I think the, the Clippers can knock off the Timberwolves because they play better defense. Now... The size does matter Size does matter in that matchup because of the two big men. The Clippers have no big man, so we got. I gotta see it, but I think the the addition of Paul George and Kawhi, with James, helps out that scoring. So I think they're going to have to outscore the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, even Sacramento. I, mean, yeah, I think I'll throw Sacramento in there. <clears throat> I think Sacramento can knock off the t- Timberwolves. But, I just think it's
4: Phoenix. You think Phoenix could <sighs> with that big three? We need to see him healthy.
3: I, yeah, like Phoenix is just, I, I don't see the big three ever on the floor. I mean, you saw them
4: the, the other day, and they still lost to the
3: to They the lost Nets. to the Nets, yeah. So, it's like, I i, I don't they know. I would just bet on this tonight. I'm betting on the greatness of Kevin Durant that the, great, Kevin Durant will beat the Timberwolves and Devin Booker. I don't know about the rest of the team. And they don't have much depth. They have no depth, which they might need to start thinking about playing Bull Bull. So, get some, you, get a, you get a big man. Get some help out. Like, you got to play him. Like, I don't know what you point keeping them on the bench for.
1: Yeah, he's all tools.
3: Yeah, but um, got a couple more minutes before we go to break. Uh, in terms of the NBA, let's take a look at the East. Boston. Oh, uh, what about the honest
4: thing?
3: Oh, yes. I actually had that on my – yes, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, Chris. Uh, you're all coughing, man. Jeez. God, allergy,
4: the, allergy season.
3: It's winter. Oh, you got seasonal allergies? Yeah. Uh, um, Giannis. The so, this is this is so funny like I had to like I literally had to really do some research into this read like read all these articles about this situation because this is what I'm here for it though I'm here for the pettiness right. so the Bucks played the Pacers last night seems like there's a lot of beef between the Pacers and the Bucks a lot of issues going on in between there between those two franchises and Giannis goes for a franchise high and career high 64 points just Destroys dog walk the Pacers. After the game, home game for the Gian- for the Bucks. By the way, the Pacers seem to take the game ball from Giannis. Go to the locker room. Giannis is like, "Hey, yo, hold up, up give me my sixty-four point ball." Giannis just beelines. Like you ever seen Giannis run? He really lunged like a gazelle. Oh yeah, like he just like gallops in a way, just like
4: I'd be terrified if he was coming to me. I'd be terrified. Yeah, Oscar <laughs> yeah. Sheebway for yeah,
1: the Pacers. Just- the rookie had the. Uh- His first NBA bucket. It wasn't
4: even
3: a
1: bucket. It's a free free throw. throw.
3: It's not a field goal. That that doesn't even count. (laughs) In a game that you lose,
1: by the way, if you're the Pacers. So are we really concerned with individual performances?
3: This is no. This is a This (laughs) Because we all know what this is. This is a lie to say you're not getting actually four-point ball. Because y because you're being petty that yo you dropped 64. Like I said, there's a, there's some beef between them. So Giannis, that's why Giannis put in the back, giving my ball cussing up a storm. And you did you see the the audio footage of the video? No. There was an audio of what the players were saying back, and the security <laughs> was saying back to Giannis, saying get get the get the you know what out, get the you know what out, get them out of here. And Giannis is demanding his ball. Also, people at the game were saying that when the game was over, the Bucks and players, the Bucks players and Pacers players were not shaking hands. Tyrese Halliburton was the only one that really was out there talking to the Bucks players because Tyrese Halliburton is the nice dude. But yo, <laughs> yo, stealing a game ball is next level petty, and I'm here for it.
1: I'm honestly here for it as well.
3: I'm here. For I'm it. here. Imagine it. If-
1: and this is funny because this comes what two segments after we just. Destroyed Draymond Green for being a dirty player, and now we're applauding a team for this is this you know, is di- this is
3: dirty. but this is hilarious though, because I never seen it before. Like I've <laughs> never seen somebody steal a game ball from the, especially the whole the whole team.
1: Yeah, no, that's the angle that I think adds to this so much <laughs> is that the Pacers are the away team in this matchup.
3: and they steal the and they steal they the ball. Scored one point and tried giving it to 64. the rookie.
1: Right. Although, it's great. It's good.
4: Did you guys see the clip of the guy that had the ball was smirking at Giannis as oh, he yeah, was walking yeah. away? Yeah, yeah. He's and Giannis like, just went. The, the NBA
1: loves him. this. The NBA. I know this sounds so petty and stupid, but the NBA loves this, dude. The in-season tournament's over. We need. Well, also, that's to another reason the why the Pacers
3: and the Bucks don't like each other, because the Pacers knocked out the Bucks. So, <laughs> like this. Get, I am get, here for this. Get back. I am here for that Like I'm yep, here too. for that Cause I was like Yo I, that is hilarious To steal a game ball That is like Really next level petty
4: When I saw it at first I wasn't exposed I was like Did someone Did they actually steal A 64 point game ball
3: Rihanna's also talked about that He doesn't Like he did get a ball back But he was like Yo this ain't my ball bro yuck, this ain't my ball
4: he got, he got a random ball From the court
3: Yeah Yeah they <laughs> said Somebody just gave him a ball I was like Yo this ain't my ball bro Like just uh, ain't my ball <laughs> Get out of here dog but um, I also want to talk about real quick um, what I want to say. Oh, Daryl Morey, yes, the Sixers. Uh, Sixers re-signed Daryl Morey. What are our thoughts on that?
1: Well, now Harden's gone. I guess you're able to line it up. I believe you have Nurse for around the same time, so Nurse and Morey are there together. I think it's just they've separated him from James Harden. And now he has a chance to actually be the general manager of this team. And it's a good oh, team. Oh, they broke up. Because of Tyrese Maxey and
3: <laughs> Come on. Joel. And they B. broke up. You brought your toxic. How about Joel you brought your Yeah, Joel and B's been playing phenomenal, <laughs> dude. Phenomenal. <laughs> Just ho hum <laughs> But they they you brought your toxic ex to the game to the games, and what do you think that was gonna happen? <laughs> think that she wasn't gonna cause a scene? If demand more from you? Yeah. It got rid of her. Now, I feel like a better human being. It's
1: like A.B. in the Jet game.
3: <laughs> That's still the best walk-off I've ever seen from an athlete. There will be nothing stopping that. No, nothing.
1: No, absolutely no. not. Not, oh. in sport, not for the next 100 years.
3: Nothing will top that. Like, <laughs> taking off my jersey, throwing up the peace sign and dipping and then taking an Uber while the team is still playing. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. That is, that is next level. But, um... Uh, but yeah, nah, the Sixers look good. Delamore resigned. Awesome for them. I want to see what else he does in terms of free agency. Tyrese Max, he's been balling. The Sixers won six straight. Joel and as we already mentioned, is probably most likely an MVP candidate. Probably will and go back to back. But I don't care unless I, I was I'm really saying this. I don't care. Unless he makes a conference finals or an Eastern Conference Finals. You your, your singular accolades don't mean a damn to me anymore, bro. Facts.
1: At this point. With this team, with Tyrese Maxey playing great basketball and Embiid playing still at an elite level, obviously he's always elite, but now he's playing at a top two in the league level, it's time to win. Jokic won, Giannis won. We can talk about, oh, well, this happened with KD. You know They didn't have Harden and Kyrie, and KD's foot was on the line. He won. Giannis did. Giannis Jokic won. won it last year. He, right. Gian,
3: Giannis had a phenomenal finals performance, too, and he won.
1: LeBron wins. Steph wins. Embiid, it's your time to win. Yep. This year.
3: yep, yep, yep. But that will do it for our basketball talks. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the big news in the MLB. But before we go to break, let's take a look at this. <coughs> Looking for a taste of something new? Well, we got a, all the latest pop hits of today and yesterday on Pop Flavor every Monday through Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. We got a widespread of artists, everything from Doja <clears throat> Tat to Harry Styles to drink and many more. Tune in and find your pop flavor every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. only on Royal Radio 89.7 WGLS FM and also online at RoyalRadio.com.
0: WGLSFM programming is made possible in part by the GRASP Coalition, an initiative of the Southwest Council. The GRASP Coalition is dedicated to preventing the abuse of addictive substances through strategic community partnerships. The GRASP Coalition is currently looking for passionate collaborators to join their prevention efforts. Visit their website calendar to discover when you can join the next community coalition meeting. For more information on the Grasp Coalition or the Southwest Council, the website is southwestcouncil.org backslash hour dash coalitions. The Grasp Coalition and the Southwest Council are proud to support the programming on Rowan Radio. Can't
2: get enough of the oldies? Join me, Greg May. And me, Maddie Kay. Every Saturday from 8 p.m. till midnight as we explore the top songs on the Billboard Hot 100 charts of yesteryear. You'll hear everything from the Bee Gees to the King of Rock and Roll, Chairman of the Board, and more. Each week features a special theme hour that'll have you rocking and rolling all night long. It's Saturday night at the Oldies, every Saturday at 8 p.m., only on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM.
3: that knocking on my window welcome back ladies and gentlemen to Ron radio 89.7 wgls fm i am your host josh counts bringing you the final topic of the evening mlb talk ladies and gentlemen the dodgers are making waves in the mlb building a super team
1: Oh, it's so ho, 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 unbelievably great for the big MLB business. The
4: MLB has to step in and do something. Because no. this is ridiculous. Step in and do what? This is not rid- I understand, what? but it's this ridiculous. Is, this
1: is you, ridiculous. This is not ridiculous. This, this called
4: free agency. I'm talking about Shohei. So,
1: no, that How is, is that just ridiculous.
4: unbelievable
3: work. So, no, no, hang on. Look, look at his bars, though. How is that ridiculous?
4: Because he signed a $700 million contract, and now he's only making two years for the next 10. And then the next time, he's making the entire contract. Well, yeah, he's
1: making two year, $2 million per year. Every year of the contract, and he's deferring six hundred and eighty because I want the team. Because I want
3: the team to win. Exactly.
1: He wants to be a team I player. He wants the team that, to win, and it's baked into the CBA. No, if the if Yankees would have done this, team, you wouldn't care. <laughs> you, if you're a small market team and you're complaining about this,
3: he Chris is a Yankee take fan. Up,
1: take, yeah, exactly, dude. We're big market fans. So, exactly. I don't like understand the Yankees that, number do one dog. and number two. If you're a small market team, a small market GM, and you have an issue with this, take it up in the CBA. Tell them you're, you're not allowed to defer contracts of, say, above, you know, 50% of what you make in a year. And I mean, then you could
3: allows, could because the Dodgers got Tyler Glass now, too, from the race. They just we got to talk about that, too.
4: And they re-sign him, too.
1: Exactly.
3: I mean, now you got the Otani-Mookie connection, so. <laughs>
1: Freddie Freeman's
4: there. Yo. Yo, the
3: you want to talk about winning it all and putting everything... See, this remind me of the old Yankees. I
4: can't wait for them to lose in the first round. Yamamoto, the pitcher wait. from Japan,
1: they're still on him, too.
4: I cannot they're in wait. on the everybody
1: Dodgers. because they deferred this contract. This is so good for If they lose in the
3: second them. round, bro...
4: I cannot wait for them to do it. It's going to be hysterical. That's but why I, I love... to laugh in their face.
1: I love I it wait. when teams in baseball piece together super teams because you know the league is not screwed because the Dodgers could just lose in the second round anyway. Yeah.
3: I'm about to say the MLB created super teams. But <laughs> much of we complain about super teams in NBA delete the MLB created super teams. But
1: super teams in the NFL or in the NBA, you know if the you know we knew when the Golden State Warriors got Kevin Durant, it's over. It's over. Unless they get hurt, it's over. They're winning the next I ain't watched two basketball rings, that season. Three right. I,
3: ain't, I ain't watched basketball that much that season when they got them. I was like this is this is boring. This is boring.
1: Because you knew who the champ was going to be. But in baseball, they just signed Shohei Otani. Ten years, 700000000 million. Big-time deal. They defer most of it, Chris, like you were saying. So, still not done yet. Got to not- go get Yamamoto because they have the ability to do so because they deferred the contract. And the Yankees are in on Yamamoto, the Phillies, so, too, so, the Mets.
3: So, right now... Otani picked the Dodgers. Obviously, a lot. Of the of people thought the Dodgers, the, the LA teams, were the favorites anyway because he wanted to be closer to Japan. It was mo-
4: it was, was like the most likely the Dodgers over the Angels. I'm about to and say Giants. I felt like I'm about
3: to say the Dodgers probably would have both the front run because they had the most money and proved, they're proving it right now.
4: did
1: you guys worked. hear the story? What's wow. the story? Apparently, so Shohei Otani was not on that flight to Toronto, and apparently, yeah. Yeah.
3: People, I, I d- remember this. People yeah. in
1: his camp. Allegedly put out that he was on this flight to Toronto so that he would get an additional 100 million dollars from the Dodgers.
3: That's crazy. So
1: it was literally just a bargaining ploy. Wait,
3: is that a? I want people in Wait, my. Wait, is that, doing ta- that for me. is that tampering in some way? Technically,
1: no, because no. you're not because it's within the confines of I guess the agency. Okay. To ask for as much money as you can bargain for and negotiate for, and I guess that is really all negotiating. It's just we want or we're willing to give 10 for 620. Well, I want my client up to 650. Well, we can't do that. Well, he's having lunch with the owner of the Yankees, (laughs) Mr. Steinbrenner. You better up your deal now. But that Uh, lunch maybe didn't happen.
3: uh, Speaking of that, Juan Soto, Dodgers got uh, Otani. What are the chances we get the New York-LA matchup in the World Series?
1: very high now very high. i mean we're not on a collision course for it obviously cuz baseball's just so random i'm about to
3: say mlb needs it though but MLB especially at the it, last, especially
1: after rangers diamondbacks they need la
3: they need la they or the yankees they need Yankee, or, yeah, they need a big market in the in the world series
1: you want to talk ratings you want to talk superstars shohei Otani's not even pitching this year by the way so this yeah, contract it's a major i did risk. read that
3: i did read that. i felt like cuz i was thinking like how long is he going to be able to pitch and hit at the same time cuz i'm thinking like, as he get older he's going to have to pick only one
1: when he gets older he's going to have to pick one i think it's going to be hitting cuz pitching is just too taxing on the so they're going to move
3: him to like one of the uh like a DH. they're going to try
1: DH. to well he'll be the dh but i
3: probably the
4: outfield it, i was maybe thinking outfield,
1: outfield or maybe they stick him at first base i think you eventually maybe? you're going to have to get him to a position on the bases that's not pitcher because his pitching days are going to be over much sooner than his hitting days
3: is kershaw still with the dodgers yes.
1: he is not he, well, he's he signed that one year deal last year, That's and true. right as of right now, he's, he's, about a free agent. he's kind of mulling retirement. I wouldn't be shocked if they just bring him back on a one year deal. If, if they back, bring back, because their you know, pitching staff is just this. very
4: they injury bring back, prone. Um, sorry, you continue. You continue.
1: Their pitching's injury prone. Bobby Miller, they're relying on, and then obviously you know with Glass now and Walker Bueller back, so they're pitching. They have a lot of guys hurt and some guys coming back.
3: I mean, they're saying they got Snow for like 145 million. Blake Snell? Yeah.
1: I don't know if I see him as a Dodger. I mean, I'd be cautious about signing Blake Snell because I just don't think he's going to have that type of season.
4: Maybe Dylan Cease?
1: Yankees are in on Dylan Cease.
4: That's the backup plan if they don't get Yanomoto.
3: I mean, they got it. I think the Yankees got (laughs) to go play for Yanomoto. They got to because you don't want the Dodgers to get him.
4: No. He
1: just feels like a Met. Kodai Senga signed with the Mets last year out of Japan. They have a relationship. The Mets need a pitcher Steve Cohen needs to kind of save his brand a little bit after trading Verlander trading Scherzer and now they're in trade talks with you know maybe Pete Alonzo they trade because they just completely sell everybody but I think if you're the Mets you got to bring Yamamoto over I think if you're the Yankees you have to but I think nobody's outbidding the Mets for this
3: I think
4: the hold on a second I think Go the ahead. Yankees the Yankees I understand Steve Cohen can offer him like four hundred, but the Yankees have money. They could
3: definitely if the Yankees. But the
1: Mets have money as well now with Steve Cohen.
3: But with franchise, got more history.
1: Yankees, but you think Yamamoto cares hey. if he sees if money in had, his pocket? They've had
4: two Japanese Japanese pitchers that have worked. One Japanese pitcher that worked out. One hitter that worked out. Tanaka and and uh, Matsui. Adeki
1: Matsui, right? I'm not denying that Japanese players haven't worked out in New York for the Yankees. But I think the Yankees are in a better position to pivot to a Dylan Cease who's maybe not as talented, but Matt Blake has worked his magic with these pitchers, these young pitchers. He can work his magic with Dylan Cease. He has good stuff. I think Yamamoto signs a big deal with the Mets.
3: I, when I look at this Dodger move, I feel like it reminds me of the documentaries you used to watch on the Yankees back back in the 90s and the 80s. How they used to spend all the money on all these big time players. That's what
4: that's what you need to do.
3: That's I. That's what the Dodgers are doing. I mean, that's what the Rangers did last year with Seager and Semyon, and they won. And they won. So I at this point, I mean, I can't knock the Dodgers for doing it. The only thing I'm gonna do is when I get my kid, I'm putting a baseball glove. You ain't getting no basketball. You're getting a baseball glove in the back. You gonna you're gonna get that seven hundred million dollar contract somehow. Shoot. Yeah, pretty
1: soon, dude, these contracts in baseball are just unbelievable. We're nearing high. like almost, we're nearing a, a one billion dollar deal pretty yeah. soon. Probably about ten years. Seven
3: hundred million? Like I know he's good. But I was like,
1: dang! Like, and it's weird to think that it had this contract been signed like ten years ago, it would pr- probably have only been. What was maybe Mike Trout? What
3: was Mike Trout's contract when he really got big? I think
1: three twenty five. Something like that. Four twenty five. Yeah. He Trout only I think makes like forty one million a year, which only but at the time it was an absolute ludicrous deal. Bryce Harper's deal with the. Phillies, it was 13 for 330. That looks like a bargain. Yeah. He's making like 27 million a year.
4: Turner's like 11 for like 330 as well or something. Right. Like mm-hmm. And
1: Aaron Judge, I believe, is nine for 360. Nine for 360. Garrett Cole, nine for 324. I, I
3: swear. But we've we never seen 700 million, though. No. Like, this no. is generate. I know everybody, the, the generational player in tani I'm like,
1: dog. It makes you wonder what's Juan Soto's next contract going to look like? At least 650. 650, 600. And he's younger by a couple of
3: years than Shohei. Oh, then he's younger? Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets getting, he getting 650 <laughs> six fifty and up.
4: Question. Do you think if Yamamoto goes to the Yankees, if do you think they can resign Soto?
3: Absolutely not. Y- no. no. They're going to have to sacrifice. They're yeah. going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to
1: rob Peter to pay Paul. And you know
3: what? Since you brought that up, that makes me think. I don't know if they might. They're going to they try and make a play for Shohei. But I don't know if they're gonna do the do the go for Yama, Yamamoto only because they they probably want to resign Soto and keep him with Judge. I think they. He do. said that he's open
4: to it too. Soto, Soto, Soto said in the um, what is it in the um, but uh, so he with the media he said that he was he's
3: open to doing it. But so, resigning with the Yankees? Yes. Right now, or
1: after the 24 season?
3: I'm about to say like at, at like okay, Let's say hypothetical. Let's say what. Let's say they get Yamamoto. Are they still going to have enough money to pay? It depends Soda. on what's
4: the contract is. That's the thing. So if they
3: going to yeah, give I him I don't
4: know if you're going to have They
3: give him so I if they give Soto prob- less than anything 500 million he not he not staying. Probably not.
1: No. Unless you give him something where, you know, maybe you give him a ton of money but not a lot of years. So it's like you do So a what, 5 year... 5
3: or 3 year 600 million?
1: No, like no. <coughs> maybe 3 year 150 million?
3: 150 Maybe. I mean if the team's good enough to still win in the World Series, if they haven't been back since two thousand nine. We have got to get our word for the folks. Y'all y'all are dying on these coughs, bro. Yeah, it's, it's but that will about do it. It's five fifty nine. Um, I'm gonna wrap up our final couple seconds with a goodbye uh chris tom thank you so much for being on consistent guest no problem, every friday um there will definitely be a new guest coming up. i want to shout out Derek jones our station manager jack miller our sports department director for giving me the opportunity to do this uh first time doing a, a sports talk show first time uh, doing all sides as the host. so definitely was a big moment for me very nervous when i first started but came into the groove. for the audience that was listening thank you for let's join my voice in our topics for this semester for the for the past what four months we've been doing this now um definitely gonna miss it gonna be definitely excited though for the future what for my future careers and plans and endeavors but this is for the last time josh counts tom hill chris gazillo signing off laces wrong radio 89.7 wgls fm
2: You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports featuring diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.